No cap, all facts, here we go, listen I can move across the aisle, never think twice Underground Railroad got me trying to see the light You can call a coach, Mr. can't get right Gotta lose the ego, gotta let it take flight Gotta stand for something And so it makes me become consistent with my actions and everything that I, I have to do So, um, and I, and I but I think it's great because it makes me a better, you know, father, husband, uh, everything. But that's where our challenge is right now because they pick on him a lot. It's three of them. So, so right. they pick on him a lot. So, you know, he's like, why, Dad? I just don't. I'm like, no, you got to relax because later on it could turn into a bigger problem. And I don't want that to happen. Right. <clears throat> um, I think that that's probably one of the, the biggest things, uh, like Rasan said. Uh, both of you guys make great points. Uh, I'm a real big, um, uh, a large, uh, I'm a large voice, uh, or maybe I say this, I speak very loud <laughs> when it comes to consistency. Um, I think that um, the more consistent you are with showing your son the right things to do, uh, you won't have to worry about later on the decisions that he makes and the choices that he makes because um, the Bible clearly just says that, you know, you train up a child in the way he should go. So when he's older, like he won't depart. So, right, right. you know, so like every day telling your kids something has less impact or less effect from what you actually show your kids every day. So I've learned really just to show my son, um, the way that you should talk to ladies, the way that you should handle your sister. I do the same thing with Dale because he has a younger sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and it's the opposite for Q. So Q is the example. Like mm-hmm. I tell him like, man, yeah, listen, your sister looks at me and you as the examples on how she's going to judge the guys that she interact with when she gets older. Um, yeah. we will automatically put into her mind that this type of guy is a no, right, this type right. of guy is a yes. This type of guy is a yes until that guy that says yes does something else. And then I can tell that this guy is really a no. So we have to be able to give her all of these type. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Because we all know how to put our our best foot forward. And so, uh, but I think that as a big brother, um, showing consistency, like with my wife, um, teaching him how to love his wife, uh, really stand on him on how he should communicate and talk and love with his mom. Uh, then all the way down to his sister. So, I mean, these are the type of things, but that's all based on consistency. Uh, yeah. and, and, you know, you know, we talk a lot, the four of us, uh, but it's those blips. Uh, and it's really weird, right? Because you'll be so great, but the only part that they'll throw back in your face are the blips that you did. Right. You know, the <laughs> blow-ups, the screams, the yells, the throwing over the table. And you'd be like, yeah, man, but I lived there. It's like, yeah, dude, but, you know, you punched a hole in the door, dad. And you'd be like, really? It's like, <laughs> I sent your butt to college. I did. I paid about your hobby. But, but that just shows you the importance on or the impact of, of what we do in front of them. So, uh, and I tell you a lot of guys is that don't think that your money and all that stuff is actually the part that's actually going to have the biggest impact. You can raise it. You can listen. You can live with your kids in a shoebox. And if they see you a stellar, confident man, even in the shoebox, that's the type of sons you'll raise. Um, Mm -hmm. If you're whining and complaining and we ain't never have this and we're 
then you're going to raise a son that may go out here and chase after money over anything else because that's all you ever heard his dad is that we never had nothing so his main focus is to have something and right right you know and so and if you're whining you're not really putting any balance on going after and getting something you're just saying we don't never have something and so what he does is that he ends up choosing some wrong paths because it's like yo man we were always broke we never had my dad always and so now he's doing stuff that really is actually more harmful to him and you telling him that it's harmful and he still looks at you and be like, listen, man, I ain't trying to be broke. And you're like, yeah, but this is not the right way. And all he can think of is that, but I'm not trying to be broke. <laughs> so the thing is that we have to be really careful with the way that we carry ourselves, the way that we speak um, and make sure that our speech and our actions all line up. So um, I like that piece. Demario, you kind of brand new, but you know, yeah, <laughs> what, what, I mean, you're brand new to the game, but just give us what what are some more important things that you want to deposit into your son, uh, yeah, so, so that you can see. And I'll even go back to the last question that you asked in regards to just kind of things that, you, as a childhood, you know, that whole experience uh, for me. So my my mom, my dad, they split before I was born. <clears throat> so I've subconsciously and consciously have had that in my mind for a very very long time, like. Mom and dad, they weren't together. Um, granted, they've always had a great relationship from I've seen. So ever since I've been on this earth, they've had a great relationship. I never could understand that. <clears throat> so they've had a great relationship, and but I never lived in the house with my dad. So I never really get to got to see a lot of things in regards to how does he manage, how does he navigate, mm -hmm. you know, what was it like for him and him and I when I was a child. So for me. Um, that's played a huge part, you know, and, and where I am today and making sure that I'm, I'm here and not only am I here, but he's got that time with me and this quality time that he knows that when it's him and I, or whatever the case might be, that, um, he's, he's going to have these memories, you know, whatever they may be. I remember you was around. I remember these things and so on and so on, uh, that our bond is strong. Not to say that my, my bond and my father, based on my father and I are strong, it's, it's strong, but at a different, it's different. Right. And so for me right now, in regards to things that I really want to make sure that I put into my son to really think about is, you know, first and foremost is have a relationship with God. Right. Um, I think without God, none of this is possible. And that's been a big focal point for me over the last year, really trying to make sure that God is the center of our family, uh, center of our life. Um, and at the same time, really like what you was, what you were saying, um, the relationship between him, I mean, between me and my wife, you know, demonstrating what that relationship looks like. What does it look like for a man to treat his wife, treat his wife, you know, uh, you know, love and kindness and communicate. Um, because at the end of the day, as I tell my wife, I say, listen, we're we're not only raising a young black man, but we're raising somebody's father we're raising somebody's husband. So the examples that we set in the household, good and bad, they're going to have an impact on them. So for me, that's really what I think about often. It's like, okay, how do I make sure that we're depositing all these great things so when he gets married to someone, you know, when he, when he makes that jump, that he's, you know, he's, he's relatively well, he's well-rounded. Right. And there's all these other things that go along with it. And, you know, like I said, you know, I really want him to be feel comfortable to take 
calculated risk. I think that's the best way to describe it. I started saying it <laughs> right. my, my thing a couple of years ago was I want to create I want to create an environment at home before we even had children that's conducive for failure. And for me, what that looks like is let's take some risks. You know, if you want to, if you have a dream, follow your dream. You know, let's make sure it's not something crazy. Right. But if it doesn't work out, let's not beat nobody over the head with it. Right. You know, right. so if that means, hey, you want to try a different career, if you want to try a different sport as a child, you know, whatever you want to do, let's try it. If it doesn't work out, right. let's sit down and talk about, hey, okay, that didn't work. Do you want to try it again? How can we go about it? So that's that's the big part for me. And, and um, that's when I want to make sure that he gets, you know, if he gets a little bit older and all those other pieces as well. So it's, it's a lot <laughs> for it me. It is. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. a lot for me, but it's not a lot at the same time because I, I can't really just pin it down to one specific thing. Right. <clears throat> yeah. I think that you, I think the, that, that path is probably one of the best paths. You said something too that I actually meant to, to say, and I'm glad that you said it, which is uh, with our sons, we're literally raising husbands. Yeah. Um, listen, they may or may not even get married or whatever the case, but at the end of the day, you're actually, you are raising a husband. Like you want to make sure that this dude, if chooses, if he chooses to go and marry someone that, and I say this all the time is that the father of the young lady should look and say, as much as I hate that you're here, I love that you are the one that my daughter picked. You know what I'm saying? Because it's yeah. kind of a hate love thing is that man, this is my, my only daughter, but it's like, but if she is going to go somewhere and be with someone, I thank God that that you chose my daughter. Like, I'm glad that my daughter chose you, you know, uh, uh, and that would just speak volumes to me. If, you know, if a father can come to me and say that, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, I really know that I did a really good job. If, if the father of the young lady that he chooses to marry uh, is able to actually shake my hand and say something like that, that would like really bless me um, yes. that another man would be able to view my son you know, as someone that he, you know, has pure confidence in, 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 um, in, um, in freely giving his daughter to, to be wed. So I think that that was something really good that will bring out, uh, that you brought out that I like, uh, but what about our daughters? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we see today, like, you know, the young ladies are, are struggling in so many areas uh, due to fathers not being in the home, uh, whether it's low self-esteem, um, a sense of identity. Uh, I've learned so many things and my daughter's only 10 and I've learned so much in just the 10 years on why I, I why I was, I am so important <laughs> in her life. Like I learned that uh, her, she can go left or right really quick if I wasn't here. And, yeah. and, and her life was, you know, kind of one-sided, uh, with just a mom. Uh, and then the, the major challenges, uh, you know, out there on the moms that are trying to raise daughters or sons by themselves, uh, or even a father who's trying to raise a daughter and a son by themselves. You know, I take my hat off to them. I pray for them because it is a real challenge because God meant for us to balance each other. Mm-hmm. So I take my hat off to both single moms and single dads who uh, have taken on the great challenge and task to be able to raise kids. But from a daughter standpoint, um, you know, what is, what's some of the most important things as a father we need to drop 
you know, the nuggets that we need to drop in our young ladies uh, to be able to not only have the confidence uh, to be able to move and shake in this world, uh, but to be able to not be easily shaken, you know, um, and, and not be easily emotionally, emotionally shaken. So from a father's standpoint, what do you think are some great tools or things that we can actually drop, you know, uh, that we can provide our daughters with? I think, so raising a daughter is to me much more difficult than raising a son. Um, Cause I think for me, this is where you really see the importance of having a father figure in the house or present in someone's, in the child's life really kind of shows itself because you right. see the issues that men and women have dated right. today not treating the woman right or right. you know if a woman didn't have a dad in her house how it impacts her right. so i try to make sure that raising my daughter that i try to do everything that i can once make her feel comfortable um and to not make her feel bad for expressing herself but also letting her know how to express herself in a way um like just how to do that in different ways because you know when we talk to women it's very different than when we talk to men but when women talk and they express their feelings I think sometimes men have a tendency to kind of shut that down without saying, you know, shutting that down. So letting her know that I can be sensitive and still listen to her. Right. Um, but also just trying to show her different ways to love. It's really difficult. I think that's something that I probably struggle with the most. But I try to love on my daughter the way that I would want her to feel good, like accepting, I guess, getting older. You know, yeah. to not just fall for the little crumbs that people may drop. And so I know that, you know, giving you attention and caring for you and loving you is a full-time, all-inclusive job, not just when I feel like it kind of thing. So that way, when she does get older and starts dating and everything like that, she's not taking, you know, some randomness from dudes that are here giving half efforts and all that kind of stuff. Because she's like, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. We want half efforts out, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it is okay for a woman to want that. I think it's okay for like, you know, I think a lot of times women ask, are they asking too much of their dudes? And I don't really think that it comes down to that. I think that they're not used to a dude doing what a man should do in the first place. Right. So where so I try to make sure that my daughter grows up knowing that these are things that a man should do for a woman that he loves, whether it's his wife, his girlfriend, or his daughter. So when you get out there, these are things that you should expect. And if you don't get them, then he's not the one for you. Right. I, I do like that there has to be some type of um, things put in place uh, mm -hmm. for them to be able to understand how they should be loved. Like, right. that's the part I look at as a father to my daughter is I am literally the first opportunity to actually impact your life and impact your heart at the highest level. <laughs> like the first man that will ever impact your heart, your, your mind, all of that stuff is going to get impacted by the way that I carry myself and the way that I love and treat you and demonstrate that every single day. Like you said, that it's a full time job. A man that truly loves you would pursue you daily. Like right. this is, it's not a, uh, you know, I need this. I can't be dealing with you this and this, and I need my space. And I no, his pursuit should be a daily pursuit for you, not you pursuing him. 
And I know this might get me in trouble with a lot of folks out there, but listen, I'm I'm an old school guy. And I think, I feel and I believe that men should always be in full pursuit of the young lady. Like you should, she should be, because they're the ones that actually need that unmovable trust, that unmovable um, uh, connection uh, emotionally, which is also connected to the trust. It's that trust. That reassurance. That reassurance. That's the word I was looking for. That reassurance. I mean, if you want a woman to actually, man, sacrifice and, and humble herself down, all that greatness that God put in her and humble herself down, dude, to follow you, then you better be pursuing her and building what is necessary, which is trust. That is the necessary right. piece. And so that's what we're trying, that's what I'm trying to teach my daughter, which is same as what you're saying is that understanding that that man should be pursuing you in such a way that the trust itself is unbreakable. Mm-hmm. until he breaks it you get what i'm saying and that's yeah. why it's so important that that consist and this literally is always going to go back with me is consistency is mm-hmm. that the trust is built through you being consistent mm-hmm. so if you're consistently pursuing daily this woman will bow she will literally bow down her entire life and her world Mm-hmm. to fit right into the harmony of the house itself. Like she knows how powerful she is. She knows how great she is. She knows how right. intelligent she is and how intelligent she is and, and all of that stuff. But she would literally make that decision and say, you know what? I can rock with this dude because this dude is, he, I know it. Like I, I know that this dude is for me because mm-hmm. every single day, this dude is in my space. Like I'm not traveling to his space every day he's traveling to my space every day and that's whether he feels like it. And I know this dude is dog tired. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know he didn't work two doubles and what'd you say D didn't work the double. I'm, I got the kid. I listen, <laughs> listen, I didn't work the double. I got the kid. I do this. And I'm going to still come home and cook, cut the grass, water the things, go fill your tank up. I'm 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 gonna do that, and, and I'm not doing that for any kudos. I'm doing that because I'm letting you know that you can trust me with your life. Like you can trust me with everything you have, because I'm never gonna try to actually put a dagger in you. And so that's the wall. Well, I don't only want to use walls. I want I just want my daughter to actually have, have be able to have vision to see that versus falling for an okie doke, but right. really being able to have the true vision and in her the openness in her heart to be able to love freely when a man actually pours all of that into her. So that way she's not withholding parts of her based on, you know what I'm saying? That she, right. you know, she's not holding or not understanding, you know, this is too much. You know, have you ever heard, dated mm-hmm. girls that's like, yeah, you're just too nice of a guy. Well, right. you, that, <laughs> yeah. that's a prime example that somewhere in your life, like you, you got damaged and somewhere in there it broke a trust part that actually mm-hmm. allows you to be able to say, hey, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna roll all I have with this one guy. But when when women right. start getting into that, well, you're just too nice, or I don't know. Then that means something was broken. And you really want to teach our daughters how to do that. Um, I do think that as much as we pour uh, that into them, a lot of that strength that they get come, you know, from their moms. I think we stamp it like we double stamp the strength. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, teaching them how to protect themselves, 
uh, teaching them self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I think that, you know, like my, I got my, I got a younger sister and she always, you know, oh, bro, I got my sense on, you know, I got my sensories on. I can see, I, I can feel this. I can see this. I can, and it's basically because she had three older brothers, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And my dad, and she's very close with my dad. And so you got four dudes who are always teaching you how to be aware, how to stay sharp. So that's another thing that I think as a father that that's what we bring. Once again, it helps, it helps keep out the okie doke stuff. Mm-hmm. It helps you. It keeps the, your young lady from being easily manipulated by foolishness. Right, you know, right. No guy should be able to bring a dollar to you and then you don't know what to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I think yeah. that those are some really good things uh, that we put on there. And this is going to be funny, right? But DeMario, if you had a daughter, <laughs> I, and the thing is, I, that's I'm stretching you too because <laughs> no problem. You, you say one no thing, but when you get one, it's a whole different picture. But if you had a daughter, though, I mean, like, what would be, you know, how 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 would you want to try to set some things up for? I mean, very similar to what I mentioned in regards to my son. Um, I've told my wife this as well because um, verdict's not really, it's not there yet. If we're gonna have more, um, I do want to have a little girl. And this is actually the order that I wanted to have it in. I wanted my son to be the oldest. Yeah. So, um, you know, same thing, you know, for my wife, it's like, you know, tell her, I said, listen, we have a little girl, you know, for us to be able to demonstrate and model that, you know, what, is it, what, what for her, like the biggest part for me is going to be to show her how a, a, a lady, how a woman, how a wife should be treated. Yeah. Um, by their by the husband, you know, right. by the, you know, significant other. Like for me, that's that's such a big deal. So that's whether it's opening up the doors, you know, the conversations and things along those lines. Um I think also just knowing self worth. Um yeah. I've, I've been a part of so many conversations lately where I've had cousins who telling me about their daughters or getting into a cousin with someone else. And it's all about a boy. And I'm like, so the first thing I asked, like, well, was father present? Nope. Yeah. Right. So she don't know her worth. So initially right. automatically she goes to, uh, what well, does God don't want me because of you, you know, it's like, well, if you, if, if she knows her worth, she knows that she's valuable. Um, right. You know, especially in the eyes of God, then, you know, it's like, you no, know, this one guy don't want me, then that's on him. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a bunch of other, you know, a bunch of other ones out there. Right. So keep it moving. And, you know, I think that's, that's the big thing is just understanding, knowing they're, you know, helping a, a woman or young girl know her value, that she's valuable. Um, and to understand how to be treated, you know, kind of like what you guys are saying as well. Um, and then I think the, the part for a woman, you know, the, the mother to play is, how do you, you know, how you conduct yourself? Because that's the example, but, you know. It's an example. Or identify in some way, shape, or form with gender. So as, as, as a kid looking up to dad, okay, well, dad does this, dad shaped, dad does, I'm going to do the same. So right. the girl sees that. But, you know, I think it's just big, you know, especially as far as the father to set that example, um, how, you know, how to conduct yourself, you know, how to lead a family, you know, right. when you're leading, and and not ruling with an iron fist so if you right. end up you, know, you end up with somebody that you know it's like okay well it's okay to really follow this individual but know what it looks like when you're following you still have all of those things yeah. um i think it's just so important to be able to 
demonstrate and model that because I think it's such a it's it's a missing part in the world, in my opinion. It's like right. okay, so what does it look like for a woman or for a wife to operate this way? Um, you know, so I, I, that's that's just my my thoughts on it. Um, yeah. When we get to that fact, you know, when we get to that point, I think that's that's going to be the big part for me. It's how do I how do I help uh, cultivate and how do I help just really groom and help set the table, you know, and really help her at that point grow into the woman that she's going to be. And at the same time, like you said, be aware, you know, right. be aware that there's some guys out there doing up, you know, the okie dokes and stuff like that. And I could use myself as an example, you know, just be honest. Like, look, man, I've, I've been out there and I've been up to no good. I wasn't always right. on this path. <laughs> right. We, you know, we've been to okie dokes. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we've well, been I on okie dokes. You know, just, just, man, just, just being present, just being there. And even if you're not in the home, like that whole presence, that relationship, it really just mm-hmm. teaching. Yeah. And, and like you said, I like that part too. Like, even if you're not, present in the home like i said my dad and my sister have a really solid relationship um but that's the efforts you know that my dad had to put in um to cultivate a relationship when you're not every day in the home Uh, and i literally take my hat off to my dad for even you know being for pushing that not even just with my sister but like even with us like it is a different you it's something different that you have to do when you're not there every day. So you yes. know, when you have them, like you really got to spend quality time on, you know, providing information along with fun. So it's like, we're going to have some fun, but at the same time, I got to make sure I'm dropping all of my nuggets. Uh, I'm, I'm fixing some stuff that I don't like. I, you know, you're doing all of this on the time you have them. Uh, mm-hmm. And the thing of this, you may think, you know, that, Oh, you're really working. Cause I only get them this time. But it's like consistency is what works. Yeah, that's all that works. I don't. If you do it every single time, the consistency pays off. That that type of consistency always pays off. It always reaps good benefits. Um, and if you and if you're doing something different, if you're showing them something consistently, which is bad, then right. that's what normally is going to pay off. You know what I'm saying? So you you know we really want to just make sure we stay on that. But I got two really good questions here, and then we're gonna get out of here. All right, because we're almost at our time, but this is one that's going to be pretty funny. So, something that you would tell your younger self as a young new father. So, um, for, like, Damara, you still young, man. I don't know if you can answer this, but <laughs> it was something I would tell my younger self. <laughs> yeah, like I know, right? <laughs> you would tell your four months ago. It's like four months ago, like three years. It's like, but I mean, to me, I just think that would be like if you could just go back in time really quick and drop a nugget to yourself, like right before the, your kid get here, what would that be? Like, what would you uh, tell yourself to prepare for? Like, what would it be? Oh, uh, I would have to say. I don't know how to best to describe it. I think that it's it's more or less about matter of fact, it's probably have to be more inconsistency, man. Like like not being sway. It's like you and I we talked about this the other day. Right. Um, 
not letting, not making things out to be a thing. Right. And when stuff comes about, so for me, I think in the first couple of months, it was really not understanding how the hormones shifted in my wife in the first couple in the first couple of months. So for me, <laughs> I was just kind of like, "Yo, what is going on?" Like, so, <laughs> so after you know, for a minute, it was like, "Okay, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool." And then after a while, it's like, "All right, man, this is getting this is getting too much right now." Right. Rather than just really taking a step back and really thinking about, okay, this is what's going on. This is where she is. Some stuff is out of control. What you have control of is like you mentioned, you, you and I will talk about this in regards to setting the tone. Yep. Setting you know, setting the tone, tone um, and really going from there. I think had I known this at an earlier four, five, six, seven, eight months ago, right. <laughs> it would have prevented a lot of headaches. Uh, for me in this first year um and that was you know just little things as far as like hey how are we going to go about things structure things and really just be as consistent as possible with that tone because i've seen it you know lately i've really seen how that has played a role so for me yeah that would that would have probably been the thing i told myself seven months ago it had nothing to do with bottles had nothing to do with diapers <laughs> right <laughs> nothing to do with any of that right. it really just has a lot to do with just kind of setting the tone and and, and really being as consistent as keeping it there yeah <clears throat> that's the one. i think that for me it's even along the same line like being a father starts before like the baby's actually in the world so I think I would have told my younger self to be more, to be more patient and offer more grace in dealing with you know the mother of my children, just because they're going through so much right. that we can't, as men, understand or comprehend. And right. then there was nobody in my life at that time to prepare me for what it's going to be like to be a dad, or if things are normal, things are abnormal. Right. So I probably would have told myself to offer myself some more patience, give more patience, and then I would have gotten. I would have had like um, some uh, stronger pool of men around me at that time to help me through that. Because at the time, I was hanging out with all my friends. We were all young dudes. At that time, all my friends were single. I was the first one in the group to have any kids. So it's like I was around people that couldn't really give me any input or prepare me for what was coming. Right. Where if you look at a group, even like us getting together now, we can talk about just about anything and everything. Like I wish I would have had that coming into fatherhood because I yeah. feel like I would have been a lot more prepared and made some better decisions earlier on. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's, look at that. I think we all going to be on the same one. What you got, Will yeah. Deli? <laughs> I would say be more empathetic to my wife, but at the time we weren't married. So yeah. I, I would have probably said, get married first then have the kid <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it would have saved me a lot of stress <laughs> so, get married first then have the kid. Right. um but, but looking back at my 24 year old self i would have just been more empathetic to my wife at that time because yeah. i mean at the time we weren't married so you i I really was just thinking about, I was selfish. So I was just thinking about myself and not necessarily thinking about like DeMario and Rashawn said what they were going through. Um, and, and I could have extended her some more grace, I would say. Yeah. But being married would have been number one. <laughs> <laughs> you said start off at least right there. <laughs> I'm trying to think on, um, 
on for myself, man. I'm trying to think on what could I have went back and just kind of told myself that uh um uh, oh I do know I know exactly what I went back. Um I went back and told myself that um uh that leadership of the home from the prayer standpoint of the house falls and should be driven by you as the husband. Uh, being raised by my mom, my mom did like all the praying. My mom just did all of that. So I I come out of a house where my mom did all that praying and all that stuff. So when I got married and we would get, I, I literally remember it so vividly, dude. It's like we, I call everybody, we about to have prayer. We get on there. I'm just sitting there with my eyes closed. <laughs> so Melissa looked at me and was like, dude, are you going to pray? And I was like, no, I thought you were praying, you know. She's like, why would I pray? You're the leader of the house. You know? so, and it dawned on me. I prayed and everything. And then when I went to bed, I was probably up another two or three hours, kind of like talking in my own mind, like, wow, dude, like, you just missed it. Like you're not ready to lead your house in prayer and reading your Bible. And because I didn't have that as an example, um, mm -hmm. but I was, I was saved and I love God. And I'm thinking that all this stuff is going to fall in line. Yeah. But it was not. And this is what I said about the doing is that you do what you see, what is done. And so I didn't see it being done. So I just kind of, I didn't even think about it. I literally just look, I'm looking literally, but when I opened that Melissa, like, are you going to kick this boy off? Like, <laughs> and the thing is that Melissa literally had just got saved. So she looking at me like, dude, I don't even know. How to really like that. You know what I'm saying? Like not today, you know, she, you know, I, I actually have everybody lead prayer now. Cause uh, I really want the kids to know how to uh, lead their family in prayer. So everybody leads a prayer uh, in our house. But it was just funny that if I ran back really quick, I would tell myself to really prepare spiritually to step up quicker, like prepare yourself to actually step into that right, really, really quick that you're going to be spearheading all of the spiritual stuff in your home. Um, and so stay on top of that. So all, all those things was good. And then we're going to close out with this one. This is the last one. And this is what advice would you give to a new father that's watching our show? Mm. I and this one. is the thing. And I'm going to throw this one out here before. So new dad, first thing you knew, do is get a relationship with God. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I got that one out. Now everybody give a real. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so, so I got a couple of, I got a couple of boys of mine that actually they're one of them was about to be a first time dad next okay. month around us a week around my son's birthday um i have been really very vocal with him and another friend of our mutual friends who's having a, they're both having girls right around the same time man um is to make sure like it's, it's cool when you when, when you have a child when my wife gives birth to the child but also make sure she's okay afterwards because yes. what i learned after we gave my, my wife gave birth to my son about postpartum right yeah postpartum depression and yeah. all of that and how that really is a thing yeah it's a thing man it's, it's, <laughs> it's a, a, like, it's a yeah it's a real woo. thing it's not a so I, I had to tell them like i tried to tell them like yo okay cool everything's good going up to this point make sure they're good afterwards that's good that's mentally good emotionally like really make sure they're okay like 
if they got to get, you know, if you go to doctors, whatever the case might be, make sure they're okay. Because if not, you'll find yourself in a situation and you, it's like you're in a whirlwind. You don't even know what is going on. Right. And you'll spend the first couple of months or whatever the case may be chasing your tail. Yeah. Like, what is going on? And that's what I experienced myself. And I didn't realize it afterwards. Like, yo, they don't, we don't talk a lot about this. Right. There's not a lot of conversation about navigating through this. And no. one of the things I said, I said, if an individual is not saved, they don't have a relationship with God. I can see how a lot of families and homes are broken within the first year of having, having a child as a result of that. Yep. Mm -hmm. So that's a yeah. big thing that I was telling them about that. Make sure that your wives are okay. You know? That's really, really good. That's really, really good. <clears throat> Who's next? I think for me, just to make something, something different is two things. One, to, I would tell them to really steal themselves. Like, like being a father is one of the most difficult things I had to do, but it's also one of the most rewarding. But right. you have to prepare yourself for that. Then you do that by, I think, getting you a good, like a good group, a good, you know, um, like circle of people to hold you accountable because you know, you don't get days off being a dad. It comes, right. you know, constant energy and effort towards your child, as well as constant energy towards your girlfriend or wife. Right. You know, like that whole thing changes. Like you have somebody else, you have, you're responsible for another life. So it's a really big deal. So get you a good circle of people that'll help hold you accountable. Right. And for when you do have those times where you feel like you need um, like a break or a reprieve, that you can go to a safe environment to connect with other people that are going through the same thing because yeah. even though we have to take care of our kids and our wives we need to take care of ourselves too that so so that we can be the best fathers and husbands that we can be so i think it's really really important to get you a group like get you a crew that's going to hold you down for when those times do get tough yeah that's yeah. really good that's good what you got Wardelli? i think i would say now is the time where you have to be selfless at this point, like being selfish is over, and whatever you didn't do, this ain't it's not gonna get done. It's not gonna get done. Um, so you become selfless, um, but at the, at the same time, even in those early stages, um, I think I can piggyback on everything that everybody else has said. But but I think being selfish is is probably one of those things uh, that. If you change your mindset to think that way, you'll be all right. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to close out right on that one, too, because uh, that was mine, which is uh, if you can understand um, that you're needed way more than you actually need yourself, which don't mm -hmm. don't think that you need to be all about you, because any, everybody that's in that house depends on you. Mm -hmm every single day and i don't care if your wife makes a billion dollars if the kids are richer than rich they all fall back on dads dads are literally the pillars they're literally the foundation of the homes uh, everyone should be standing on us uh so understand that uh when you step into this responsibility uh that you have to really mean it like, you have to mean it to be a dad you have to really mean it because it does take a lot uh it, it takes way more than what we talk about mm -hmm. um, and like i said you know my podcast platform is literally us really addressing that and actually having a voice to be able to at least speak about what we deal with and how do we deal with you know postpartum i think we'll come back and we'll do we'll talk about that like i don't know i think that other men who 
new fathers, I do. I think we need to do an actual episode uh, on that because you need to give people that your, your view of it as a man who, who had to actually understand it, figure it out, and then adjust the tones, adjust everything to actually, like you said, to meet, to make sure that your wife was okay versus just, putting up your guard and protecting yourself because you're thinking something else and you had no idea. So we're going right. to, I'm going to put, I'm going to jot that one down and I hopefully you're up for a little episode on that in the next couple of weeks. And, um, and we'll set that platform up together. Uh, sure. so listen, fellas, I appreciate it. Um, I know that we meet every month. Um, and so this was our meeting. <laughs> so I'll see you guys in July. Uh, I think I like, I think we're going to do one of these setups uh, for our for our meeting, I like this setup. Uh, I think it'd be good for people to hear what we're talking about, uh, how we dissect things through. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we're always transparent, so they're really gonna understand and get the, uh, the realness uh, behind, you know, who we are. So, uh, once again, I appreciate you guys. Go and enjoy this beautiful sa- uh, Saturday. You too, and, uh, sir. I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Happy Father's Day, fellas. Oh, yeah. Happy Father's Day. Day. (laughs) I forgot all about Father's Day. (laughs) I'm a father. (laughs) Just another day at the office. All right. (laughs) All right, fellas. Go ahead. All right. Living like you make a meal Hard to cap you doing Yo, you really need to chill Cause the only way to live Is to really be real Yo, yeah, yeah.